0: This is Walking Your Talk, a podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor. I've worked with well over 100,000 leaders from every kind of organization. People who are committed to closing the gap between their values and those of their organization and how they actually show up every day. I wrote a book called Walking The Talk on how you change a corporate culture, but this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks their talk, then this podcast is for you. If you want to know what I really value, then look at my calendar and my bank statements. Today's topic is symbols. I love symbols because I think they are the best, the fastest, and often the cheapest way of actually really demonstrating a commitment to a particular value. And if the decisions that you make are not symbolic of what you value, you're very rapidly seen as inauthentic. And it's inauthenticity that caused people to say that you're not walking your talk. Our organization actually does quite a lot of research with clients to understand what the drivers of their culture are. And our team had some very interesting findings over a long period of time, which was that actually it was the decisions that leaders made, even more than their behaviors, that were quoted as examples as to whether or not they were living the values that they said were important or whether they were not. So decisions have a huge potential to increase the extent to which we're seen as walking our talk. So why might that be? Many of the decisions that we make actually represent choices. So we can't do everything. And so we unconsciously use a kind of a hierarchy of values to decide whether we're going to prioritize this or prioritize that. And in that demonstration of our hierarchy of values, we are in fact revealing what we really value. Let me give you some examples that you'll be encountering on a daily basis. Say you have to recruit someone you've got a vacancy in your team and you know how it is when you're recruiting someone one person is stronger you know has got absolutely the right attitude but maybe not all of the experience somebody else has got all of the technical skills but not sure about a couple of the behaviours and maybe There's a possibility that you just hold out, that you go much broader in your search and you don't fill the role and you suffer from the short-term consequences of not having that role filled for maybe several months. So you've got to make a choice there. And in making that choice, and let's face it, it's rare that we get somebody who is perfect. In making that choice, you are demonstrating what you value most. Indeed, you know, do you want somebody who is stronger on accountability or who is stronger on customer centricity? And which of those two matter most? So recruitment is a powerful symbol where you're making a decision. Another powerful symbol is the way that you allocate space. So for example, on a personal level, I find I go into so many friends' houses where their office is in a pokey little room next to the laundry with no view and whatever. Now, some people have got you know very limited and they haven't got any choice about where they put their office, but many houses I go into have quite a lot of space. Now, I personally have a really strong view. Work is a part of my life. It's not like work and life, it's work is my passion. So I wanna have my desk somewhere where I've got a stunning view. I'm not gonna have it in some little pokey part of the house. And in that choice, which, of course, took some negotiation, as they always do with whoever you're living with. But in that choice, I'm displaying what I really value. So how you allocate space is a good one. And then let's take a look at the couple we started off with, time and money. Often we get to design an agenda. Maybe you've got two hours for a meeting. You've got 20 topics you could put on that agenda. What do you put first? What do you give the most time for? Very revealing that in terms of what you value. In fact, I know many leaders who just use that technique of switching the order of meetings. You talk to any organization who's passionate about safety. The safety always is number one on their agenda. It comes before the financials. If you really want to be focused on customer, start with market share. Start with the customer satisfaction index. Don't start with profit. And then you start to send different signals. Also, what topics might you put on, on your agenda? So, for example, do you prioritize the opportunity for people less senior in the organization to come and present so that they get some exposure and they learn? Or do you prioritize more strategic issues and have fewer topics but have them much longer? So changing the agenda of meetings is a way of demonstrating a shift in your value set, in your hierarchy of values. And a fourth very powerful one is money. So you have a budget cut. What are you going to cut? Do you cut marketing? Do you cut training? Do you have to retrench some people? And if so, which people? Do you allocate it evenly across every division? Do you say, well, no, we're not going to cut anyone in this division because this is the one that is the most important. So how you're spending or in this time cutting money is a serious indication of what you really value. So in all of these cases, you have a limited resource. There's only one vacancy. There's only two hours for the meeting. You've only got a certain square footage in your house. You've only got a fixed budget. And you are having to choose to make a decision about what is most valuable to you and therefore how will you allocate that resource. Often you'll find that these topics actually cause quite a lot of arguments, both at home and at work. And the reason they called arguments, you know how, you know, at home often, you have a look next time, often with people you really care about, your loved ones. If you have an argument, they're often about money or time. How are we going to spend, you know, are we going to, you know, spend on possessions? Are we going to spend on good experiences? Or are we going to save, not spend at all? Or how do we spend time? You know, do we allow devices at the table or do we say, no, 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 at the table, we've got to be no devices. We're talking to each other. All of these things, there's only limited time. We can only choose one thing over another, which one we choose. And that's why those arguments can be bitter because people feel strongly about their values. So let's move into an exercise that you can do over the next week. Think about moments when you do have to make choices with limited resources in some of the categories we were talking before, time, money, physical space, choosing people, and then deliberately change those choices actually think about the value that you're trying to dial up and think about what you would have to do in each of those cases, in each of those moments that really do matter to demonstrate that you were walking your talk. And when you've done that, amplify it. And what I mean by amplify it is talk to people about why you're changing your decision on that topic. And you talk to them by saying, I know we always used to put profit first, but we're spending a lot of time trying to get better at really being customer focused. So why don't we start our meetings with customer? And then if we do have to cut something short, at least we know that one will never be cut short. Let's start with market share data or let's start with customer satisfaction data and demonstrate to ourselves and to others that that really now is what we want to focus on. So that's what I mean by amplifying. Not only do you make a decision which is symbolic and is an example of your actions speaking in line with what you value, but you then tell people that you've done it in order to have other people recognize that and perhaps then follow your lead. master your use of symbols and you will be walking your talk. Next week, we're gonna start a series of episodes on a particular value. Today, we were covering techniques that you could use that would apply to any value. And the value that I wanted to start with is the value of simplicity, making things simple and reducing complexity and being really focused on what matters most. And if you're like many of the leaders I meet, you may question whether simplicity is a value. I tell you that it is, and I'll show you next week why it is and what a powerful impact it can have on your life and on your business when you're able to walk that simple talk. Thanks for joining me, and I'll see you next week.